Well, we're looking at the book of Ephesians and we're in chapter 4. And in the previous verses, we're going to look at verses 7 to 11 today, but in the previous verses, Paul has been talking about our walking in unity, oneness, because we have one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one Father overall. But then in verse 7, he begins to make a distinction. We know that because he uses the word however. So there's one of this, all of these ones, however, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. Verse 7 is introducing, therefore, the subject of our spiritual giftedness. We're one in the Lord, we're one body, but each one of us has something just a little bit different. And in so doing, the emphasis turns slightly from the church's unity to our individual diversity in the Spirit. Now, although we are one in our common connection with the Lord, one faith, one God, yet, he says, each one of us has been assigned their own particular gift to be used for the good of the whole, the good of the one. Paul wants us to see our interconnectedness in these gifts as a motive for unity. We're all one, but we get different gifts to be used for the one. Verse, goes, verse 8 goes on to say, That's why the scriptures say, when he, Jesus, ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Now, that doesn't seem to fit together, so let's think about it for a minute. Historically, it was typical, after a king won a significant military victory, to bring back the spoils of war, including enemy prisoners, to display to his people. But in addition to that, if there were any of his own soldiers whom the enemy had previously captured, that victorious king would bring them back to and parade them before the home crowd as well. These were often referred to as recaptured captives, prisoners who had been taken prisoner again by their own king and then given freedom. That's a picture of us. Paul pictures Jesus ascending, going up to heaven after having descended, come down to earth, and having been victorious against his earthly enemies and his spiritual enemies, and freeing those who had been captive to the forces of sin. When he ascended on high, as the word says, it depicts a triumphant Jesus returning from battle on earth back into the glory of heaven. It says he led a crowd of captives, and perhaps that refers to those who have been delivered from captivity to evil. So verse 8 is saying, Jesus came to earth, freed those who were captive to sin, and then ascended, returned to heaven, and then gave gifts. That how, that's how all of this ties together. It's a chronological look at the work of Jesus. The word that we then translate gift is the Greek word charis, which means grace. The implication in that is that these empowerments, these gifts, aren't things that we merit. We didn't earn them. We can't buy them. We received them in spite of not deserving them. They are a grace, something given to us that we don't deserve or haven't merited. And the Bible is saying Jesus gives us something that we don't merit for the good of the body and to help bring about oneness. There's a direct relationship between the call to unity and the spiritual gifts that Christ has given to us. Spiritual gifts are at the heart of Christ's strategy for building his church. And then Paul goes on to give a little detail about why Christ gave those gifts. Verse 9, notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. And the same one who descended is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. What does filling the entire universe with himself mean? Well, Colossians 1 gives us a little bit of an idea. Colossians 1.18 
Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, Christ, God reconciled, made friends again, brought back to everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. So Jesus, as the head of the universe, resumes his position of authority over the universe and everyone in it, and therefore the right to bestow gifts upon his church. In the coming weeks, those gifts and graces which are given so that the church and the body of Christ can grow and be blessed will be discussed in a little bit more detail. But for now, let's just be grateful that Jesus did descend to earth, free the captives to sin and death, ascended back to his glory in heaven, and gives gifts so that we can accomplish his ongoing earthly purposes for his church in the world. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the wonderful plan that you came and executed so well here on earth and which continues not only in heaven, but here on earth through your church and the gifts that you have given to us in order to accomplish them. May we walk worthy of your calling and of those gifts, we ask in Jesus' name, amen. So keep looking at Jesus and keep the faith.